Hello world, this is your guy Guitar K, and I would like to welcome you back to my podcast, Cherry Hill, Baltimore. This is the seventh episode of season one. The title of this installment is, I Got Fired for Stealing. And in this episode, I will talk about the jobs, with an S, that I got fired from for stealing. As per usual, I would like to start off with a bonus. Now, since the meat and potatoes of the episode is about jobs that I got fired from for stealing, for taking, I'm going to start off by talking about a job that I lost for not taking. Let me explain. I used to work for Rent-A-Center, and I was an account manager, and part of my job was I was used to go and take things back from people who didn't pay their bill. You know, people that was late on payment, people that was not paying their bill, we would have to go around knocking on doors and ask them either make a payment or we're here to retrieve whatever property you were renting from rent center And that just wasn't in my DNA. I just couldn't see myself riding around, knocking on doors, taking stuff back from people. Picture this. It's a Saturday morning. Some young single mother has not paid the bill on her bunk beds or her kid's TV. Now they're in the room, laying in that bunk bed, watching Saturday morning cartoons. And I got to be the, the, the anti-hero and come in there and take their bunk bed and TV. That just couldn't be me. So what I would do during the times when I was supposed to be going to pick up these things, I would just ride around and do random things. I might make a booty call. I might go somewhere and smoke some weed. I might go somewhere and play some video games. I might just go sit and take a nap in some random parking lot. But that's as needless to say, I wasn't in the business of taking back stuff from people who didn't pay. So on this particular day, me and my friend, we decided we're gonna go to the bar. Picture this. You park a big red, white, and blue Renaissance truck right in front of a bar, go in there, sit and drink for a couple hours, get drunk, get back in said Renaissance truck and drive back to the store like nothing happened. But something did happen. Someone at that bar either recognized us or just seen the suspicious activity of a Renaissance truck sitting outside the bar with two people in Renaissance uniforms sitting at the bar, drinking, being loud and belligerent. So needless to say, when we got back to the store, our manager was waiting there and he said, you know, someone called back to the store, yada, yada, yada. Needless to say, we both lost our job that day. Now, I got fired. I can't say it was for not taking, but the reason we were at the bar because we wasn't in the mood for taking. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the episode. I got fired for stealing. Job one, the Baltimore Sun. I did a Craig from Friday. And I got caught on camera stealing gas. Let me explain. There was an on-site gas station that was only for the Baltimore Sun trucks, the ones that would deliver the paper. So I pull in there with my gold Nissan Pathfinder. Yes, the same one that the carjacking happened in my earlier episode, the one that the hood rat got me carjacked. Check out that episode. Needless to say, a driver pulls up. He sees me back there and he's like, hey, what are you doing back here? You're not supposed to be yada, yada, yada. I jump in my truck, pull off. Man, in the time of cameras, you can't deny if it's you or not. So they pull me into the office, show me the tape. Needless to say, I lost that job for stealing gas. This is how the snowball effect starts. The next job, I work at Jiffy Lube. 
I work there, you know, as the guy who be in the window and call you back and try to sell you a bunch of stuff, try to tell you that this is wrong, that's not right, try to get you to spend more money than what you came in there to spend. You came in there for just an oil change. I'm trying to get you to get a transmission flush, a radiator flush, a tire rotation. I'm trying to get you to basically come out of there with a whole new car from Jiffy Lube. So one night, I'm sitting there thinking like, I need money to do something that I'm trying to do. Hmm. I know the combination to the safe at Jiffy Lube. So I go to said Jiffy Lube that I work at, break in, break into the office, steal money, go do what I needed to do. And like a crazy person that I was for coming up with this harebrained scheme in the first place, I show up to work the next day and just start changing all like nothing happens. Needless to say, they recognize my, I guess, tall, skinny stature as the closest fit to the person that was on camera in there masked up. Now, needless to say, I had a jacket on, but it got hot. And I unzipped it so you could, and I didn't have a shirt on under it. And at the time, I was really working out a lot, so I had like an eight pack or whatever. So my manager, who I'm still friends with today, he always jokes me about that. He was like, "Boy, you was in shape. We could see on the camera you had the eight pack and everything." But anyway, the police come. I get locked up for stealing from Jiffy Lube and coming back to work the next day, showing up like ain't nothing happened. Wow, man, the crazy things we do when we are hard up for cash and when we're just not thinking clearly third time they say that's a charm right i don't know but here's the story i'm working at checkers reason being because i'm home i'm on probation for some earlier things that i had done i worked the cash register so i know the buttons to push to open it and all and if anybody has ever worked at checkers you know that the registers are right by the window of the drive-thru so I wait till one night when it's slow, when I know everybody's in the back and you know closing up, I creep up to said drive through window, open it up, reach in, ring up what I'm trying to accomplish, the register open, I clear the cash and try to make a dash. Somebody seen me running away, again, recognize my, stall, my tall skinny stature. I don't make it too far before Anne Arundel County police pull me over. Now I got all the cash stuck in the inside pocket of my inside jacket. So as they're patting me down, they don't feel the cash. Next thing I know, both the managers from said checkers arrive at the scene. They identify me as a person that works at that checkers, but the police is telling them that they can't find the cash on me. So as they're running back the cameras, I have on two very distinct bracelets. If anybody know me, they know that I like to wear crazy and weird bracelets. And if you could picture how a checkers drive through window coming in, I'm dark skinned and it's nighttime so from the outside you can't really see me but once you stick your arm inside of that store it's well lit and my bracelets are right there for everyone to see they roll up my sleeve i still got on said bracelets they like oh it's definitely you where's the cash they continue to pat me down more extensively start making me take stuff off they find the cash they give the cash back to the managers it's all there because i haven't had time to spend any of it take me off to jail yet again so i got fired again for stealing from checkers wow start to think back to some of the crazy things you did man and and i can laugh now but at the time it wasn't funny i was out of control i mean i was out of control even before i started working these jobs i remember when i was young it was easter i had a girlfriend we wanted to have the same outfit for easter I got my outfit, my mom got it for me. Now she couldn't quite 
cover the rest of hers. So I asked my grandfather, he would give me the money so I could buy, you know, her outfit for we could say, do what we said we was going to do. He refused to give it to me. What do I do? The little sneaky snake that I was. I steal some money from my grandfather's wallet while he's sleeping to go buy her the shirt. Next thing you know, my grandfather's looking for his money. Everybody's, nobody's saying that it was me, but I guess the finger kind of pointed at me, but nobody said anything. But one day my grandmother's cleaning out the closet and she find the shirt in there with the receipt and everything is not my size. Needless to say, I got in trouble for that. So it just goes to show you how bad behavior snowballs. But it also goes to show you that you can't change your past. And there's no need to hide from these things. It's truth. It's facts. So I have no problem today talking about what got me to be the person that I am today. You know, the way we grew up was crazy, man. We thought we could just do whatever we wanted to do and get away with it. But trust me cameras and all this technology that they got really nipped that in the bud can't get away with nothing no more with all these cameras you could deny me like that ain't me but hey sir what do you mean that's not you is it's like you're your doppelganger like your twin brother but anyway once again i would like to thank you for allowing me to share some of my pain some of my past some of my mishaps you know it wasn't no social media back then I can imagine that if it was, that some of these moments might have been caught on camera. I can just imagine somebody posting me stealing gas on TikTok or something and playing them some music to it, putting a beat to it, having me look 10 karat cold stupid. So I've used this platform to make myself look 10 karat cold stupid and just tell on myself and tell the things that I've did. It takes courage, but it's really a freeing thing. I feel a lot better now, you know, being able to get things out in the world and clear the air on the life and times of Kawan Parker. So again, thank you for tuning in to Cherry Hill, Baltimore. This has been the seventh episode entitled, I Got Fired for Stealing. And I know I ain't the only one, but again, thanks for tuning in. Cherry Hill, Baltimore, Cherry Hill, Baltimore, Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Walk with me, talk with me, and stay tuned for more and more content.